Well, welcome to the next uh, show the, of the uh, Lymphedema Mavens. We've been, we're trying to get more consistent this year. Things so last year was just kind of uh, scrambled up and up, but, but uh, CJ and I, especially CJ is making appointments with people every other week now. So we have a, we get back into our routine at least once a month. So thank you everyone for listening to the Lymphedema Mavens. I want to thank our producer, Million, who really is our saving grace for all of the things that we do here with the Mavens. So mm-hmm. thank you very much, producer Million. Million. Yeah, producer Mellon. Maybe that's a new name Stop for him. Thinking about yeah, I know, food, girl. I know, boy. <laughs> and I'm here with my my best friend, my BFF, and my partner in crime, uh, Miss CJ. How are you doing, Miss CJ? I am doing great, Christine. With a pretty lady in pink today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to turn it over to you. So we have, you know, we don't take any time away from our guest, and then we'll get back at the end after our guest finishes for the half hour and talk about the treatment act and everything else we need to do. Okay. So thanks a lot. So folks, listen here. Um, If you want to find the lymphedema mavens, how about going to ldmavens.com? That's our website. And we want to thank our producer, Mr. Millie and Quinteros for all his great work. You're working real hard there to make it wonderful. And we appreciate you so much for that. You can also find us on SoundCloud where you can find all of our archive shows um, dating back to 2011. That's exactly how long we've been doing this, Christine. Amazing. (laughs) Right. So we're LD Mavens on SoundCloud. And if you're on social media, you can also find us on Twitter at LD Mavens. And we're the same on Facebook. And if you'd like to contact me, you can do that at mscjay.lymphedemamavens.com. And once again, thank you so much, Millian, um, for all your hard work. Thank you for our little book, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. We are just moving right along here. I'm very proud of us. How do you feel about that, girl? I am too. I'm excited about it. It's a little overwhelming sometimes. I know. And when you think about yeah. it, how far we've come and living out the dreams that we had set, set forward for ourselves. Customarily at this time, we talk about the Lymphedema Treatment Act, but we're going to leave that for the end of the show because today we wanted to talk about um, the five components of lymphedema treatment, in other words, the five components of CDT. And the reason why we wanted to do this, one of the reasons that um, someone in my family was recently diagnosed with lymphedema. And so um, we have invited uh, Kristen Litch to come on the show. Kristen is a licensed massage therapist. She's been doing this since 2009. And then after becoming certified, she decided to become a certified lymphedema therapist. And she works at the Lymphatic Therapy uh, Center here in Las Vegas. The one and only one, right, Chris? Yes. Yes. That's it's the, only, the one only, here. only one here. Only one here. So we're really happy and blessed to have it. Uh, Kristen graduated from uh, UNLV last year. Congratulations. And she has a BS in, come on now, tell me what this is again. Kinesi- kinesiology. Kinesiology. Yep. Right. You know what? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Mavens, Christine. I mean, Kristen. <laughs> yes. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I know that you, you have the owner of the center there with you, Stephanie. Say hi, Stephanie. <laughs> hi. Okay. So we're going to kind of double team you today. Um, first, first of all, we really appreciate you coming on and giving a therapist perspective on how we can maintain our lymphedema. I've had it for 30 years. Christine, you've had it for about seven now. Uh, Six years. About about six six years years now. And so then we have these folks who are newly diagnosed, like my niece. Mm -hmm. And so we invited you on the show to talk about the five components of CDT. 
CDT, Complete Decongestive Therapy. And I thought we would start with number one. And what would that be? Well, for me, it'd be the manual lymphatic drainage, which is the basic massage component of it. It's a very important part of it because that's going to start to stimulate the lymphatic flow to get it going again. Uh, in therapy, we would start off with educating the patient on how to actually self-massage themselves along with us doing it while they're coming to therapy. So that's just a really important part because once you've started doing it, uh, your lymphatic system works harder as you do it daily. It kickstarts it basically back into back into gear. That's the theory behind it. Okay, so... I'm a brand new patient and I'm, I'm walking in and we're talking about this drainage massage and I don't think, I can't see how touching me like that is going to make I remember, it work. So, so. I, I remember asking Bree, because yeah. first of all, I hated massage. I, I, I never would go for massage. And then I was forced to because I had lymphedema and I'm like, oh God. Yeah. So then she's doing this real light stuff and I'm like, does this really work? And she looked at me and she goes, mm -hmm. yeah, why? I said, well, it seems kind of hokey. It's better, <laughs> you know, me. And she right. goes, no, it does. But uh, after going for that treatment, it's, it definitely does. So I, I guess what yeah. mo most people don't understand is that the lymphatic system, your lymphatics are just like below the right skin. Under, right. The skin, it's like, it doesn't take a lot of pressure to encourage it to move. So our goal, um, Kristen, is with the MLD, manual lymph drainage, is to get the flow going, right? Mm -hmm. So the MLD is a very light stretch of the skin because the lymphatic vessels are literally right below the, the skin. And so by just lightly stretching it, you're, you're manipulating fluid. And um, if you go any deeper, you're basically bypassing the vessels and just getting into your muscle at that point. So that's the point of it being such a light touch therapy. Um, it's just a very fragile uh, system. Your lymphatic vessels are about the size of your hair, like a strand of hair. So it's just a very fragile, um, very close to the surface. The lymph nodes, on the other hand, some of them are a little deeper inside the trunk. Um, so that will get into the deep breathing part of that um, treatment, and that works with those. Um, so that's the point of the light touch. And every patient that walks in feels the same way you both did. Um, <laughs> is this really going to work? Right. And they're very skeptical about it. <laughs> okay. But so yes, it does. From what I remember from that, um, and I, I, all right, so I am compliant and sometimes I'm not. I'm going to be honest with that. Y'all can put me in the corner for it. Um, but <laughs> what I do remember and I do remember to do is um, not just the part of my arm, which I have it in my right arm, right, and doing it, the light massage on my arm, but also, also under my armpit and on my right side and my inner thigh. And I want to understand why I would do it in my inner thigh, Kristen. Okay. So the whole point, the beginning of the massage, we always want to clear out the good areas. We're trying to direct the flow of the affected limb into the unaffected areas. So we have lymph nodes located in certain areas of the body, under the arms, at our uh, collarbones, sternum, our trunk, and at our groin. So by stimulating those areas, we're able to get the fluid to move into the unaffected section. So by doing the thigh and the groin and the side of your trunk first, we're opening up that end of the pipe for the congested part to have an area to flow. So we always want to open up the trunk first and the thigh and the groin is included in that. Okay. That makes sense. 
And I hear her saying that and I hear Brees when Bree would tell me, okay, so do this on your own, teach me to do it on my own and open up those pathways. And yeah, I never remember wrote, that. Right, yeah. I remember that, right? It's funny what you remember and it's been so long ago. I know, because right? you know, I go every week, every Thursday to mine. Lucky you. It, right, and uh, yeah. and uh, she does the exact same, you know, right. same open thing all the time, opening it up, because I thought, oh my God, I've forgotten, you know, and it does, right. it does make a difference. Right. But, you know, because I just massage my arm, I, you know, and I'll go underneath and I'll do that underneath my arm and in my armpit. But, you know, I don't do the whole body in that. Right. But I, luckily, you know, she does that all the time and it just it makes a big difference. And it gets the fluid flowing and definitely can tell a difference. So, all right. So we've done that. We've opened up our pathways and um, the massage takes approximately how long, uh, Kristen? Um, it really just depends on the limb and the size of it. We like to say each area that you work, five to seven pathways, basically. So timing anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes, I would, I would think, um, as long as you're reaching every area, that, that's my biggest thing is when you're working, let's say you're doing the arm, um, after you've cleared out the chest, as long as you do each area, five to seven strokes, I guess you could say, you know, light, light um, stretching. Um, so that really just depends on the person and how um, you're supposed to do it very slow. I didn't mention that. So the, the actual strokes are very slow as well, not just light, but very slow moving. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, I'd say anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. Um, that'd be a good amount of time to kind of focus on it. Okay. So now we've done our massage and then I'm sitting there and you bring out all these bandages. And I'm wondering, okay, so what's that all about? Let's talk about the compression therapy. Compression therapy is one of the, along with the MLD, the next most important aspect of CDT. Because our whole goal of therapy, if somebody is too large to be in a compression garment, um, is to decrease the swelling first before we transition to a compression garment. So the compression bandages is more of a temporary aspect. And that is, the whole goal of it is to have more compression distally, which on the arm it would be at the hand and the wrist, and then less as you work up the arm. Because we're trying to accomplish a cone shape of compression to be able to push that up into circulation. So after we've gotten things opened up, moving with the MLD, now we put on this compression bandages that's potentially going to stay on for 24 hours a day in between coming to therapy. Um, if people can rewrap themselves, we try and teach them how to do that as well. That way they're able to shower in between, but patients do a lot of sponge baths while they're, while they're in therapy <laughs> because the whole goal is to get the swelling out and the right. compression bandages is the most effective form of that because it's a constant compression on their uh, limb at the, in between coming to therapy, basically. I remember how when they first bandaged me and I just felt like I was a mummy and it was, oh, it, was very, it was very heavy. And, oh, but, yeah. you know, and, and now this is after being swollen and not being treated for 20 years, right? So you saw the, what my arm looked like. So the next day when I went in and I remember Lada saying to me, look at your bandages. My bandages were literally falling off. And I was amazed. Yeah. I was completely amazed at the reduction I'd gotten like overnight because they had me come back the next day. And I said, well, you mean this really works? <laughs> and, but yeah, but still in all, I mean, I'm just thinking about the impact of how important the, 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 the compression therapy is on it. 
Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so my, and I loved it, and I still got my nails done, and you know, I had the fat, you know, foam and all that, but fingernails red on the outside because that's what divas do. But um, I was resistant to learning how to do it myself. And yeah. I had to come to grips with that because um, a couple of times my bandages came off at home, and I couldn't call Bree and tell her to come over and rebandage yeah. me. I had to learn how to do it myself. And here's the thing. But once I learned how to do self-bandaging, I did that every night mm -hmm. myself, like a champ with my eyes closed, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so that is really the importance of the compression part of it. It kind of put me in a frame of mind where I was paranoid where I didn't want any additional swelling overnight because I slept, you know, without my arm being bandaged. So when we talk about compression therapy, Kristen, just outline real quick, if you will, the importance of being compliant with that. It's, it's very, very important because oftentimes we get patients that the physician has thrown them into a compression sleeve or some sort of garment without the compression bandages beforehand. What happens is the bandage is then too tight. The arm just stays swollen at the side or the leg, whichever limb we're working on. Um, it's just going to stay at that size. So the compression bandaging is so important and to be compliant because if you don't stay bandaged for the however long your treatment takes, a week, two weeks, three weeks, um, it, your arm will not decrease or the limb will not decrease to its maximum reduction and that's our whole goal is to get you to the smallest size possible before we transition it is really important actually if you know everyone could rewrap every day because as the limb decreases the whole goal is to get those bandages on tighter each time right. because as it decreases come loose so as you learn to self-bandage anyone that is capable of we really stress that they they that they do learn of course, you have those patients that don't have the range of motion or, or don't have any help. So, you know, we accommodate for that. But, yes, if you're able to, we really try and encourage you to learn on your own. And for you, you said you bandage at night. That's actually sometimes ends up what happening. Um, you, you're able to wear a sleeve during the day, but your arm either swells at night or you just feel more comfortable with the compression at night. So you can't sleep in the sleeve, so you bandage at night. Right. And so learning that is, is very important. I now sleep in a nighttime garment. I sleep in my oh, tribute. I sleep in my I sleep in my tribute every night. Is that the one that we have that looks like oven mitt? It it is an oven mitt. Yeah, it, it a giant off, oven a, mitt. A, but you know what? I can tell at night when I put it on. I always say this. It's funny. It comes right out of my mouth. Oh my god, this feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have a swollen limb and you put the compression on, it, it literally feels good. And one of the things that Jan Hasek and I mentioned about the bandaging part, and I don't know if you'll agree with this, Kristen, but sometimes when you're bandaged, you could literally feel things moving in your arm. And yeah, you can did feel, you feel like that? I felt that I, after I a while. I didn't wonder mm -hmm. if I was a little cuckoo or was it something that no, was I really real, right? So. All righty then. So another component of uh, CDT would be decongestive breathing um, exercises. Breathing is important. Most of us shallow breathe. So yeah. let's talk about that, Kristen. Yeah. So as I said, uh, stated earlier, a lot of our lymph nodes are located in our trunk. 
and they're very deep inside the body, whereas other areas are closer to the surface. So when we do our deep breathing exercises, it's actually deep diaphragmatic breathing. We breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. But as we do it, we're actually, as we breathe in, we're expanding our belly outward. And, and then as you exhale, you're sucking your belly in. And so it's kind of opposite than what a lot of people do because they do the shallow breathing. But by doing that and doing it slowly, we're changing the pressure inside of our abdomen by using the diaphragm, which in turn is self-massaging all of the lymph nodes located deep inside of our trunk. So by doing that, we're activating all of the lymph nodes in there more effectively because we're not able to reach them because they are deeper. Um, it's also very, very good um, at help, helping you to relax, which is important when you're doing the massage and the whole, the whole therapy. Um, so overall, it's, it's important just for anybody to do, especially when you're stressed. But, um, but yeah, that's why it's so important for the CDT is because it's really activating all those lymph nodes deep inside the trunk. So we have to remember to breathe. I know. I mean, it's yeah, really, I, uh, you think that breathing in and out is just something that we do. Uh, that's a, um, what do you call it? An unconscious thing that we do. Right. Right. And exactly. we always take for granted our next breaths. We can, the next breath we take is going to be there. Right. right. But when we get stressed out, we forget to breathe. Right. I remind myself all the time. All right. What's up? Just, and it does, it does, breathe. right. It just calms you down. But right. you know, I have to tell myself to do that. And every well, time I go to therapy and she goes, were you doing your deep breathing, breathing this week? And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And Jim's sure looking at her like, yeah, right. right. I'm not yeah. even there and I know you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> it's I all know. good though. But the breathing part of it makes a whole lot of sense. It though, does. Because we have to remember, and you know, you say take a real big cleansing breath. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's a stress release and all that yoga stuff they teach you. For those who don't want to, you can yoga breathe, I guess. I, I guess. Know. Okay. Alrighty. So now here's another uh, really, really important part of CDT. We're going to talk about skin and nail care. And we've talked about these things before. And you and I are divas and we get our nails done all the time. Right. But I don't have cuticles done or anything. I'm really either. cautious. Oh. And I sat in on the Twitter uh, hashtag BCSM chat on Monday because it was lymphedema awareness. And we talked about that because they were surprised. What? You can't get your nails up? That's not what I said. Right. But don't let them cut your cuticles. And so, Kristen, if you would just talk about that, that would be great. Yes. So this <laughs> is one of the really most important part because when you have lymphedema, you are, at a, you are at a higher risk of infection. And cellulitis is the most common infection to, um, to get with lymphedema because you have all that stagnant lymphatic fluid just hanging around. So even if you have a hangnail and you go to tear it off, you're at a higher risk for the infection. So yes, the cuticles, the nails, the toenails, um, shaving, you know, if you shave your leg and you have lymphedema, um, bug bites, burn, you know, minor scrapes, burns, anything um, is, is a potential risk of infection. So when that happens or if it was to happen, you just have to take um, extreme caution and cleanse it. Maybe put some antibiotic on it, or cream. Um, if all else fails and you come down with the, you know, a cellulitis infection, it's okay. It is a pretty severe infection, but there's antibiotics that help it. Um, I can go over the signs of that if you'd like. But yeah, yeah skincare yeah, is is very important, and also staying hydrated because a lot there of times you know. when oh, yeah, you right. swell. To a maximum, your arm can become very tight and start to crack, 
and become dry. And then the lymphatic fluid has nowhere else to go. So it could That's potentially come out the arm. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. starts to sleep, but then free So there again, now it's, um, it's open to the outside world, which you could possibly get infection that way as well. So keeping hydrated is very important as well. I've had cellulitis, okay? And that was the result of a broken fingernail. Oh. I carry a handy kit with me. I carry my antibiotic uh, ointment in my purse. And um, yesterday, I mean, two days ago, I don't know what I had in my purse. I stuck my hand in here and something stuck me and it started bleeding. And I oh. almost panicked, but I was already prepared for it. You don't want to get cellulized. I mean, mm-hmm. it's something common that lymphatic patients get all the time, but it can also be get really bad if you don't get a yeah. handle on it. So we have to be very conscious of that. Also, when it comes to skincare, we talk about the lotions that we use. Right. We want to make sure that they don't have any fragrance in them. I use Eucerin. I've been using it I since day one. Um, I'm happy with it. I won't use anything else uh, on my lymphatic arm. But I do know how important being hydrated is because there are times when I'm, I know that I'm not drinking enough water and I look at my lymphatic hand and, you know, along my cuticles, it's really dry. And so I know that I'm not drinking enough water and I'm making that my goal to drink even more until I'm almost waterlogged, almost, you know. But, <laughs> but that's important because, you know, your skin, which is the largest organ in the body, um, you know, protects us from a lot of things. So right. making sure that we're hydrating, using the right lotions on our skins. I mean, may I ask you a question? Someone suggested something about um, uh, vitamin D oils. Uh, would you say that that's something we could use on our lymphatic arms or legs? I don't see why not. I've had patients that have done that. It's not something we go out of our way and say, yes, use that. Okay. Um, we just, to just what we use here, we use a vino lotion and aquavore. Okay. Those oh, are yeah. two of our those. favorites to okay. use. Okay. I remember um, But those. I don't see why it- why it would, wouldn't be okay, definitely. Okay, so now let's talk about diet and nutrition. Um, some folks say that the Mediterranean diet, more on the lines of the Mediterranean diet, I guess which would be high in uh, oil-based foods like fish and mm-hmm. things like that. What do you suggest, uh, Kristen? Um, as far as that, I'm not a nutritionist, so we actually don't do a whole lot of um, suggestions other than advising our patients to stay away from sodium. Um, Just trying to get as much fresh fruits and vegetables as possible. But as far as certain diets, where none of us are licensed dietitians or nutritionists. Okay. That's good. So I really can't give a whole lot of advice with that. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no need to apologize. I, I, I get that. I guess we just say eat healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And do your research. There's plenty of uh, information out there that, that you can grab and take a look at. I mean, I just have made the conscious decision. I'm not bragging to change how I eat. Um, and it probably has to do with some other things as opposed to my lymphedema. But still in all, I think everyone is becoming more diet conscious. Mm-hmm. As nu- nutrition, as far as the things we eat. So, okay, so, um, wow, that's the five components of CDT. Um, you have, you've gone over all these things with your patient. And what do you suggest to your patients to keep them, uh, help them understand the importance of being compliant with their self-management of their own lymphedema? 
So, yep, as they're going through therapy, one of our main stressors is that this is a lifelong condition. As much as everyone does not want to hear that, we do continue to educate them on that because there's no cure for it. So, without the compliance, we just reiterate, you know, you, you will continue to swell. I don't know if you'll get any bigger, but you won't get smaller. Things will not go away other than the fact that we can maintain the swelling once we've gotten to a good point. Um, so it's really just all about the education, and we, we have a lot of non-compliant patients, I'll admit. Uh, you know, there's, there's those that just absolutely don't want to put in the work and accept it, um, but we just continue to encourage them um, while they're coming here with us and, and inform them that this is lifelong and it just has to be accepted. Um, I know it's hard for to hear that from somebody that doesn't have lymphedema, of course. Right. Um, but, yeah, the compliance is the the biggest part because when we have people non-compliant, it's very hard for us to do our job because, unfortunately, we're not um, helping them that as much as we could be if they're not if they're non-compliant. And we want to be able to help the patient as much as we can. Yeah, so, you have to take that, responsibility for isn't that called owning your owner, lymphedema? Taking ownership, right? Ownership of your lymphedema. Um, you yeah, know, and it also makes you. It also empowers you. Um, I, you know, like I say, I follow a lot of the support groups on on Facebook, and it's always wonderful to see someone who has out, stepped outside of the shell of things that they've normally done in the past, and and taking care of their, you know, their lymphedema and owning the fact that this is what I have. And this is, it's a chronic condition. And it doesn't define who I am as a person and then become an advocate (laughs) and help other people. Well, you know what, Kristen, we really appreciate you coming. uh, First of all, taking your time. I know that you guys are busy there in the center. And I certainly want to thank Stephanie for allowing us to grab you away from a patient to come on our our little show here and share, share this information. Um, you're located here in Las Vegas. So for our Las Vegas uh, listeners, you want to go ahead and give some contact information? Of course. Thank you so much for having us, by the way. I'm going to let Stephanie give the contact information. So we're located at 3560 South Jones Boulevard. Our major cross streets are Jones and Spring Mountain. And we're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. 8 to 6. That's good. That is good. Okay. So, well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on the show. Um, We're going to give you a standing invitation to come back if there's something that you want to share with us. I was just going to say, though, how do people... How do they make an appointment? Do they have to have a referral from a doctor? Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Or can they just make an appointment? Right. So, where we were, we could just make an appointment. Right. But But do you need a doctor's doctor's referral, yeah, so we do require a physician's referral. Okay. okay. Um, and the main reason with that is a lot of requirements on the insurances and also one of our office policies because we don't have any physicians here. We okay. just have occupational therapists and massage therapists. Mm-hmm. So for the occupational therapy board, the OTs have to work under a physician's order, which right. would be that referral. Okay, so that so. makes sense because where we were, it was a physician. The doctor based. was right there. Okay, right. the doctor was right there. So that makes sense, but I thank you for that's why we work so wonderful together. Honestly, right. you pulled up the slack on that. Thank you. You're welcome. Finally doing something. Good Lord. 
Listen, yeah, I produce- just want to sit here and look beautiful. What can I say? And produce- I'm massaging myself. What do you expect me to do? I can only do, I can't multitask. Oh my God, Christine, yeah. stop it. Our producer is giving us the finger, which means yeah. we only have two more minutes left. So we're going to go ahead and once again, thank Stephanie and thank Kristen for coming on and uh, discussing this important topic on the five components of CDC and how uh, CDT, what's wrong with me, CDT and, and how to take care of your lymphedema and the importance of following all five of them if you can do the best you can to take care of yourself and so um, ladies thank you so much have a wonderful day and we hope to talk to you real soon compression therapy doesn't have to be a hassle it can be a relaxing part of your everyday routine biocompression devices provide the benefits of massage compression bandaging and exercise all at one time if you are in need of an improvement in the quality of life by reducing edema and reducing pain, then these amazing compression therapy devices are for you. For treating lymphedema, vein issues, wound care, and post-op edema, they can provide improved lymphatic flow, better wound healing, and much, much more, all in a safe, easy, and effective in-home treatment. For more information, please call Mix Medical at 702-860-2927. Again, that's 702-860-2927. Well, welcome back to the Lymphedema Maven Show. We had a great uh, speaker from Lymphatic Services, uh, Kristen Lynch. Um, really a lot of information and it really brought back a lot of memories again from, uh, when we were at the, uh, uh lymphatic, uh, center with Dr. Hodnick and Bree. I, know, I mean, right? I yeah. miss them. I really miss them. That's well, funny. you know, you can listen to that on the show and really, you know, really listen to uh, all of the tips that they give you and follow through. I mean, I'm, I'm not... CJ is much more devoted and uh, more compliant than I am. I was compliant really good for a couple of years, and then some other things came up, and and it was like, hey, I can only deal at once. But I have to say that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not as good as CJ is. She's very, very good. Yeah, in that, okay. So I do my, I, I do the best that I can, but I, I myself am not always compliant, and well, I think it, that, that you know we do the best we can, right, and we, I'm not going to beat myself up for it. Right, and I, I don't want to take care of my. And I always try to be cautious. I don't want it to right. get out of control, and I don't want to get cellulitis and stuff. And people don't realize that that how scary it is. Very scary. It can right. be dangerous. But, um, you know, that's what we're here for. The Lymphedema Mavens is to educate people and advocate for people with lymphedema. So, you know, this is a great, uh, great service that we provide. And we need to, that lymph lymphatic services over there in, uh, uh, on Spring Mountain and Jones is an outstanding um, provider. But we need right. more. We I mean, but more. that's it's the yeah. only one in the entire state of Nevada. Isn't that crazy? I mean, how can that possibly be? It is. I it know. really is. It's... So we'll we'll just you know what we're gonna still put that out in the universe because we still have things. Yeah, that there's we still would things like to see happen. Right. So and I we'll just work towards those goals and see what happens. Definitely. Right. So um, some things that people I'd like you to first of all I'm going to thank a producer Million for the show and everything that he's done and organizing us and keeping us on track and also Miss CJ um, and things that uh, other other websites that you really wish to take advantage of like the national lymphedema network uh take a look there's a lot of resources on their website also um there's a lot of resources on the uh, lymphedema um, advocacy group or the lymphedema treatment act 
um, you need to get on there. And there's uh, they, they set up everything that's so easy. All you have to do is get on, put in your zip code, letters already there. Click a button that your name <laughs> pops up on it, and it's and it goes out there. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things out there that we never think of or take, don't take advantage. And if you have a computer, get on and look at these websites. Well, you know what? This will be a perfect time to um, talk about the lymphedema treatment. Act. Definitely. Okay, go how's ahead. that going? So, Excellent. first of all, let's go ahead and thank uh, Eileen uh, Eigman for coming on the show. She's the board chair for the Lymphedema Advocacy Group, and she came on the show and updated us on the bill. And, you know, uh, Elaine is a wealth of information. Oh, my God. She is. She's got it going on, right? Right. And so we worked together on Capitol Hill, and we sat, both of us sat on the board with her. Um, here's the exciting. Elaine, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, we got some great feedback from that show. So once again, thank you for, for doing that. But just let you know that as far as the Lymphedema Treatment Act is concerned, it was introduced into the Senate on March the 2nd. And that bill is S as in Sam or Senate 497. So now the bill is in both the House and the Senate. So if you haven't done so yet, please contact your representatives and senators and ask that they co-sponsor the bill. The bill in the House is HR 930 and the bill in the Senate is S497. Now, as Coach Christine said, it's very easy. Go to www.lymphedematreatmentact.org and check on how to contact your representatives fill in your name, your zip code, and boom, your letter goes off. You may receive something in the mail, as I did from Dean Heller. You know, yada, yada, yada. I got your email, as you know, you know all that stuff that we know we're going to get. And then we follow up on it. Yes, I know you understand what it is, but we need you to do this. So um, don't sit on the sidelines. Make your voices known. Advocacy is like the thing now. You know, people talk about resist. Well, let's resist with this. Let's mm -hmm. help get this bill passed. Hopefully, you know, it'll happen this year in this Congress. This I is the 115th so. Congress. When I got started, it was the 111th. Wow. And, so, and people have been working so hard. And, right. and it's uh, a lot of work. It is. So I it's hope a lot this of passes work. here. It is. It's right. a lot of work. A lot of people are involved. Um, you know, not only getting on the website, but there are people who are involved in the lymphedema advocacy group who actually, you know, make contacts, go to, you know, their, their uh, state government and, and do presentations and town go to halls. Washington. Yeah, town halls, everything. Right. I mean, it's a whole lot of that kind of activity and advocacy. Uh, you know, I, uh, I can't imagine that if, if it doesn't pass this year. I mean, there's just so many people involved in there and it's... 24-7. Right. They, they live for this. This is their passion, and that's what we really need. Right. So so we encourage you to sign up for the newsletter. And you and I like the idea that I'm signed up for the newsletter because I get alerts when the newsletter comes out. And we also, uh, once you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get an alert to let you know when something has changed. And then if you are like me and you really want to follow the bill, you can sign up on gov.org. And it will send you an alert when another co-sponsor comes on. So those are the things that you can do. There's no reason not to get involved. If you, you want to get your garments covered by insurance, which they're not mm -hmm. now, then we would encourage you to support the Lymphedema Treatment Act and then become active in your own state. We take care of Nevada last um, Congress. All, all four of them signed up. 
And so we're we're happy about that. So that's good. You know, this is all good. And we still have some wonderful things going on with us, the Mavens, and some of which we can share and some of which we can't share right now. So we're just gonna thank you for um supporting us after all this time. We're still here. We we love what we do, we care about you. Uh, we thank you, uh, our listening audience. We thank our producer, Mr. Millian Quinteros. Um, you know, I still want to say the cityfm.com. It's just I know, crazy it's that so I normal, want to do right. it. I'm so normal. But once again, you can find us at ldmavens.com. And we're LD Mavens on Twitter and Facebook. How, it's Friday. What? TGIF? Right. That's right. Right? TGIF. Yeah. Thank God I'm female. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the Mavens, and I'm Miss CJ, and this is my co-host, Miss C- uh, Miss. What is your name, girl? Uh, Christine, Coach Christine. Thank you, Coach Christine. Girl Scout cookies. The sugar rush is just too much. Is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> you all have a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch you the next time around. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>